The following is a hoop ball presentation. Well, greetings and welcome, hoopball community. This is Walking to the Cage. I'm your host, Vince Miracle, and this is the very first episode of our MMA betting podcast. I'm super excited. If you guys heard that very first like little intro to our show, uh, you know we're going to be covering a lot of, I would say, mixed martial arts in general. Not just not just UFC, but a little bit of this, a little bit of that. From submission underground to Bellator to even maybe even a few boxing matches, you know what I mean. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and uh, you know we got a good card. Nothing nothing crazy, but a good card coming at us tonight from the UFC, and that's how we're gonna start our first show. And it's gonna be a UFC fight night: Corey Sanhagen versus the return of TJ Dillashaw. It's gonna be a great matchup. I'm, I think this matchup. Between these two are uh, very unique. They used to be training partners. That's the storyline going into this one. I, I, this is my thing, though. Obviously, Corey should be the favorite. He's a minus one sixty favorite. Um, and I'm, I, I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and start off with this with the number one fight. Get you guys in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sanhagen started this spread as a minus one sixty favorite. As of this morning, he's sitting at minus two hundred with Dillashaw still sitting at a plus one sixty. Now look, I understand why Sanhagen is the favorite. Younger, reach, height, activity. This is Dillashaw's return after a two-year absence from being caught doing steroids. So, but there's but there's a lot on the line. This is a number one contender fight. This is the whoever wins this fight. Fights the winner between Jan and Aljo Sterling in that rematch. Everyone knows it. And look, man, I, I think this is, this is a fight where you're going to see a very unique style of feints and, and kicks. And it's going to be a show. I, I'm going to, I think we're going to see that Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker type of fight, one that you'll remember, one that could potentially be a fight of the year candidate. And that's why I'm excited that it's this it's this fight that's that's starting off our walking to the cage show, our walk to the cage show. It's 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 gonna be a I think if it's doesn't go all five, it's gonna end in a knockout. And if it does go all five, it's gonna be a battle. It's definitely not gonna be a boring one. Dillashaw isn't one that'll just go for the shoot and, and, and look to wrestle the entire time. And Corey, man, it's his unique style of backyard brawler is, is very entertaining to watch. The flying knee against Frankie Edgar, the head kick on Marlon Marais. Like the guy has swagger to him now. And I mean, he's very confident in himself. And I, and I do like that in the fighter. With that being said, let me go ahead and tell you. If you're betting between the two guys just head on with money, the bet is still the dog or nothing. 100%. 
the bet is still the dog or nothing. The bet 200 on Sanhagen in a fight where we just don't know what Dillashaw has. You're taking a risk on TJ. But prior to this two-year absence, TJ was in title fight after title fight after title fight. TJ was in the conversation for the best, the best in this division. And he admits that that, that's the reason why he started doing those steroids to face off against Cejudo. He wanted to be a double champ. Everyone was saying his name. The money's there if you're a champion. So, I, I still think if you're just betting spread alone, plus 160 with TJ is the only bet that you can make. Minus 200 with Corey. It's, obviously, I understand why he's that favorite, but to get money out of it and to feel com- and, and not necessarily feel confident, but feel like you've made a smart bet, it's the dog or nothing. It's the dog or nothing. Let's see what some of these little prop bets are because I, I, I figure that there's going to be quite a few uh, special bets that are going to be laid out there. And by the way, let me take this moment to let everyone know that this show is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Everyone go to MyBookie.ag. You can bet on sports like UFC, basketball. The Olympics are starting soon. You can, you're going to be able to start betting on that. Uh, pop culture, sports awards or you can go play live casino games all of that and more is at mybookie.ag you go there now and use promo code hoopball when making your first deposit and they'll match up to five hundred dollars of that deposit again the promo code is h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l and they will match up to five hundred dollars of your very first deposit now look i like these special prop bets that they do just because it's it gives you an idea of how Vegas is kind of viewing the fight, right? Like they they're looking at their styles and they're figuring it out, and uh, it helps me kind of figure out how I want to look at these fighters. Now, the first one here that that I see is Corey Sanhagen to have a hundred plus significant strikes. It's sitting at minus one twenty five. I like that. I, th- I find that to have a value there. Obviously, he's going to throw a lot of hands. It's just how how long will the fight go? TJ to have two or more takedowns is another minus 120. I like that as well. I think TJ knows he's going to need to close that distance. Obviously, the height advantage again goes to Corey. The length goes to Corey. TJ's going to need to stay close. The thing is, is TJ doesn't necessarily always go for the shoot. I personally wouldn't take that bet. But there is value in that minus 120. 100% there's value there. Each fighter to have one or more takedown pays even money. That's interesting. Corey Sanhagen to win by TKO or KO on TJ. Or TJ wins by submission is plus 130. Interesting. So Corey can win by a knockout or TJ can win by submission. You have two chances. Let's see, let's see. I don't see much here in the special request that I don't really like. Because they say that TJ can shoot for the shoot for the takedown in the first round. That's like a plus 200. That 
that could be interesting. I, again, I just don't see TJ really doing that. He's not known for being a person to shoot. He he likes to kind of do this freestyle, constant switching stance, random kicks. Like he's not much of a shooter in terms of going for those legs. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we're gonna see a new TJ. And that's why it's hard for me to bet on any of these props for, like, just choosing TJ. I'm looking more at, like, these Corey Sanhagen bets. Like, I like the over 100 100 or more significant strikes at minus 125. I think that's fantastic. Let's see here. Over, under, three and a half rounds. You know, they... Uh, Vegas believes that this fight's going to be over within two rounds. I, I think they're underestimating how strong... And how tough TJ is. Get it. He's been knocked down a couple times. Especially by. Uh, Garbrandt. But. I mean TJ's tough man. He doesn't just give up. He, he's a fighter. I mean. Even in that Cejudo fight. When he was getting beat in that fight. And he was getting hit down there. Like he was still trying to make his way up. Obviously I understand why the ref stopped it. But. He was still trying to make his way up. He was never out of it. Even with those bombs getting dropped on him. I think. Obviously, Cody has more power than than Cor- uh, Cody has more power than than Sanhagen, so he's already seeing heavy punches. It's not like he hasn't been hit before. Ooh, I like I like over three and a half rounds here. The one that's better though is the one right there before it, which is over two and a half. That's sitting at minus one ten. That's literally a dime over even even money. I like that. You get to the third round, you dang near make even money. Minus 110, that's probably like my favorite right there. Minus 110. Let's see. Yes, the fight completes the first round. We don't need that one. That was crazy. Yes, the fight completes the second. Look, yes, the fight completes the second round since so at minus 155. Like, they really believe that this can be over in two. I don't think it's over in two. I, I I think TJ is being undervalued here. And that's why I say you either take the dog and you look for these little prop bets. Let's go ahead and move on, guys, because these, these fights start off pretty early. Diana Belbita versus Hannah Goldie. Like, this is an interesting fight. It's basically a pick em here with, with Belbita being a minus 120 over, uh, over Goldie's even money. Look. This is a fight where we're going to start learning more about these women here in this fight. We're going to see who, who, who is next up, right? I, I still think Belbita should be the, should be the winner here. I honestly think she be she should be a heavier favorite. At minus 120, there is, there is money to be made. But with the women fighting here, these two are still young. It's hard to say, take these prelims and go with that one. But with that being said, I do like Belbita at minus 120. Sarija Eubanks versus Elise Reed. Look, it's a minus 400 for a reason. Eubanks is going to dominate. Dominate. <laughs> There's, that's not, that, that, that's going to be over. That's going to be a brutal fight. That's just a warm up match for her. Andre UL versus Julio Arce. Look, Arce, Arce, I got hands, man. He's getting, he's continuously improving. But UL is a, is, is another one of those guys where he's very, just weird freestyle movement like ah, man this this one this one's a tough one at plus 160 to a minus 200 
let me let me go in here and see if there's a prop for one of these over under on the rounds because I can see this being over under three and a half rounds and I, and I see and it, it could be for either of them to be honest with you let's see here oh obviously it's only three rounds it's a, it's over under three and a half rounds uh let's so under is three two and a half is plus 180 yeah no you can't do it. I, I think it's going the full distance both these guys are extremely tough there's nothing really there let's see Julio Arce wins inside the distance. Look, I think Arce is definitely going to win. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he won inside the distance. And if he wins with inside the distance within three rounds, it's plus 225. I think I take that, right? I mean, that's that's the bet to make. Within those three rounds, if Arce wins without it going to the, the obviously the, the decision, the judge's hands, I, I think that plus 225 is, is very valuable there. Give me Ars inside the distance at plus 225. This Mickey Gall fight, man. Mickey Gall, he's either... I, I forgot he was still in the UFC, if I'm being honest. I thought he got... I thought he's already been kicked out and been removed. Plus 140 for a reason. Jordan Williams, there's no, there's nothing there. That That's that's the one where you go get a refill. I, I just, I'm not a fan of Mickey Gall's fight style. I find him very boring. He just walks through punches and tries to wrestle you the entire time. Not a fun fight to watch. I'm going to butcher these guys' names, but Ian Heinish, who's a minus 165 over Nazardin Imavov. Again, I'm not Bruce Buffer. I'm not great at announcing those names. Uh, Heinish, minus 165. That's a value line to me. Heinish should be a minus two, 200. Heinish should be a minus 200. Minus 165 is value. Take that. Ooh, this is a good one. Pauline, Pauly Sorino, minus 120 over a Brandon Allen, even money. Brandon Allen, man, look, this, this is, this is, this is another one where the value is in the underdog. Allen is a very, very interesting fighter. I find him to be one of those guys where you're, you're just seeing his his devel- development and you're seeing how he's progressing as a fighter. That's Sean Strickland fight, right? Where 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 he's sticking it, staying inside those punches, moving his head, getting those picks. Like he he is a very smart fighter. He has hands. He has power in both hands. At even money, he has a good chance uh, of. Of you walk into the cage with, with, with positive money here. I like this at even money. This is pro- this heading into this fight, it can become a minus 115 to minus 115. So I'd hurry up and go to Allen. Don't get it twisted though. Serrano is a great striker. He's probably going to even try and be a wrestler here in this fight because Allen does have that power. Allen has great ground control. He's a heavy guy. I like Allen here at even money. Randy Costa versus Andre uh, Adrian Yanez. Look, this this is another one where it's Yanez is is the heavy favorite for a reason. The talent level base here is just to see if Costa has improved to make his way up the uh, up the ranks. But again, I I, I think we all know what, what wins that fight, and that's Yanez. I mean, 
There, there's nothing really there for that. Miranda Maverick versus Macy Barber. This is an interesting one. I think Macy Barber is definitely going to be the wrestler here. Again, the, the, this spread is where it's. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, again, this is a, probably another dogging out, but I, I can't. I can't tell you to go with Barber. I, I personally wouldn't. I would avoid this fight as well. This one is. This one scares me. I couldn't do it. Darren Elkins versus Derek Miner. Elkins got hands, but Miner Miner at minus one fifty five. I think is a good bet, right? Derek Miner is one of those guys where you just don't know what type of fighter you're gonna get uh, on a given basis. Is he gonna be a smart fighter where he he utilizes his strengths and 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 stays in the clinch and, and really just you know finds finds his rhythm early, maybe gets the takedown and and starts doing heavy mm-hmm. ground and pound. Or is he going to be one of those guys that tries to stand and bang and show off what he has? I mean, I I personally, I I I I personally think Miner needs to get in that clinch and throw him down, and he's going to try very much so against Elkins, where Elkins is gonna he 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 has twelve wins on his record, right? Nine of them are by knockout, so. Hmm. I, don't, I I'm I I think I'm gonna go with the wrestler here, guys. I think the wrestler makes more sense. I'm taking minor. He's got he, he can grab upon you. The only thing I can say about this and, and I and and why I'm being so hesitant is I believe in signs, right? And uh this morning when I woke up to start preparing for the show, I saw Derek Lewis versus Curtis Blades, a striker versus a wrestler. And the entire time it was just Lewis the Black Beast was just getting beat up. But he was just waiting for Blades to shoot because he knew exactly what he was gonna do. He knew he was gonna shoot and he wanted that uppercut. And uh man, that's gonna be that should be a good one. That should be a good one. I, I just think minor dominates the ground game. Elkins, if you want to believe in hands Look, there, there's a there's there's a bet to be made where we can see. Let's see if they have any specialty bets in here, because there's a bet where it could be like Minor wins by decision or Elkins wins by knockout. I like those two because that that's what's gonna go to. If it goes to the decision, it's just gonna it's still gonna be Minor. I just don't I I I just feel like Elkins at plus one twenty five. Again, he's heavy. He has hands. And he's not. He's not. A, he's not a chump on his back either. And I said he had twelve wins, and that that was wrong. Nine of his wins have been by knockout. Twelve has been by a decision, and five of those wins have been by submission. I'm I'm trying to find these specialty bets, man. But there's a. There's none of them here that that really intrigue you. I mean, I think I think the only thing you can really do is say minor winning by submission because I can see that happening. I mean, in, on his record, I think minor has close to. I think minor has close to twenty five submissions on his record. Let me see. 
Let me look at my yeah. Miner has a total of twenty-two submissions, one knockout, and three decisions. Wow. These guys are older. These guys are definitely older. Um. Yeah, I I think with this one it's minus one fifty-five minor. You're just gonna see heavy wrestling unless you want to bet on hands. That's all it is: bet on hands and bet on power. Kyler Phillips versus Rolina Pavia. I mean, Phillips is the favorite. Minus 300. Again, it, 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 this is just going to be a style of stand-ups. Is Pavia going to be, be fast? Is he going to be able to move? I mean, Phillips is just a, a dominant fighter in this matchup and the spread shows it. So you can't really do anything there. And then you're back to Sanhagen versus Dillashaw. Look, guys, this is our very first show. I hope that you enjoyed this little breakdown. We're going to keep developing. We're going to have more here. I'm going to have video here coming soon. Uh, again, this is our first show, first card, UFC Fight Night, Sanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw. First fight starts off at 1.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So go start making those bets at mybookie.ag. Use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and get your money match up to $500 of your very first deposit. Look, guys, good luck to you out there. Reach out to me on Twitter at VM Center. I've been your host, Vince Miracle. Follow the site at Hoopball Tweets, hoop-ball.com. And until next time, bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.